XOMG, you guys, and welcome back to the Siwa Scoop. The podcast where we talk about Siwa's dance pop revolution. I'm Holly Borquez. And I'm Vanessa Knowles. Hey, wait a second. That's not right. I'm Holly Borquez. And I'm Vanessa Knowles. And today we have two very special guests with us. We have, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Haley. And hi, I'm Ronnie. Yes, and so those are our daughters. They're yes. here for us. Haley's my daughter, Vanessa's daughter. And Ronnie is my daughter, Holly. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Holly. Hi. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so they are 7 and 14, which I think is like so perfect for this show because we kind of have like the age ranges going. And they're big fans, you guys, just like all of us who are listening to a podcast about this awesome show. Woohoo. Let's let's get on with it. Okay, episode 5. It was so good. So good. Like so good. It was so good. Yes. Like so spicy. I was I cannot wait to talk about this episode. Every little detail is so good. And I'm so excited that we have you guys on because um I want to hear what you thought about it too. We start out and Brooklyn's imitating Angie, which I think is so funny, but my mom was kind of annoyed by it. She didn't really like it. I, when this episode first started, I tried to like, I'm like, did I, did I miss something? Like it started off like so weird with the producer being like, I heard that you have an an imitation of Angie. And then she, and I'm like, did I miss something? But yeah, it just jumps right into it. So a little bit of comedy relief in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And it's not that I was annoyed. I just, I thought that like them encouraging it um, wasn't super helpful. I felt like her mom was trying to have it not be a big deal. No, the producer was encouraging it. And I could see like the panic in her mom's eyes of like, you're going too far. Like she was like, let's just do a mild impersonation. And then she'd keep going. She's like, I said mild. Yeah. Because it was a little awkward because it was a pretty good imitation. Yeah, it was. (laughs) She's like, y'all are talking about my daughter and y'all are getting ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and and at the beginning of this episode, we don't really know what's going on, like why she's doing that. Like yeah, it gets yeah. worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It was a definite like prelude to what was about to happen. There was some foreshadowing happening here. Yeah. So we go back to Studio Siwa and the energy is still a buzz of... Um, Kaya getting being the first member of XOMG Pop. What do you guys think about Kaya? What do you think about her being the first member? Well, I feel about Kaya being the first member of XOMG Pop is that I'm pretty jealous, but not too <laughs> jealous. But I am. I congrats on that big win. If you're listening right now. So do you think that was a good choice? Yes. All right. So we, we have one Kelly's vote. Who's going to be next? And I was actually surprised that they didn't say that in this episode. I was surprised that they didn't put her in, like, as a group member because they were, like, really impressed with her. Yeah. And then uh, they didn't end up putting her in. I think that makes it so interesting. Like, it's, it's like, making it um, yeah, what my mom so well, they're not gonna put the they're not going to put the most obvious girl in first. Yeah, well, th- what my mom said was, she, everyone knows she's already in. Yeah. Like, it's kind of just like a... Like when she said, 
oh, I hope I can't wait for the robot to go on tour with us. It's like she kind of already knows that she's in the group. <laughs> totally. That's I like, would be completely shocked if Kaya somehow didn't make it into the final group. Yeah, Kenley. I mean, Kenley. Yeah. Kaya's it, already in, so I'd be pretty shocked about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if she gets cut, that would be a lot of drama. She's that, not going to get cut. Yeah. No, she. I, yeah, I think she did. Okay. So, but yeah. So they start with congratulating them. And then asking if if there was a weight lifted off her shoulders. And she's like, yes and no, which I, I think, think was the perfect answer. That's true. She's really good at giving the perfect answer. Her and her mom both are. So TBD, yeah. if that continues, if they're going to continue or if something's going to happen to them again. Well, and she's no dummy. She knows that now there's a little bit of a target on her back. Um, And I also like Kaya's scrunchie braid that she did I loved that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I think even JoJo was jealous of that. She was like, hey, that's a really good idea. You could do that for um, Dance Monkey. You could do that. <gasps> yes. That would you be could do so that cute. when we go on tour to watch, or when we go watch them on tour. Yes. And you could be like, look, I have the same hair as you, Kaya. You should do it in Dance Monkey. I think that's a really good idea. All right. Then what? Okay, so... Um, Again, there's just the moms are are feeling the pressure and they're all kind of bummed out. And but one mom is super bummed out and that's Angie. And so everyone I feel like everyone is like walking on eggshells around her. She's moping around. And something that really bugged me about what she said, um, she was just like, you know, Leah, like this is really hard. But um, (laughs) I think this is later, but I have to bring it up. She's like. I love you, even if no one else loves you. Yeah, I cannot oh. stand that attitude. Oh, my God. I mean, Angie was super bummed. <gasps> and listen, I was team Angie this whole time. Me and then too, this, like, really kind of changed my perspective because she starts out the beginning of the episode. She's already in tears, and the moms are trying to console her, and she's only focused on the negative. So she's not remembering that her daughter was selected for the trio. She's not remembering all of the positive feedback her kid has gotten. She's only remembering the one week when things didn't go her way. Yeah. And, and now it's like, she always is the is last me. to be picked. She's, she's never nobody had her cares moment. about her. She's never had her moment. She said, uh, she said, my girl has to do a hundred flips and ro- walk on fire. And then maybe, maybe she could try out for the friggin' solo, which I, I understand, but she's also the oldest. And so yeah. like they have made her work a little bit longer for opportunities, but I've never seen that as being about Leah. I've seen it as them wanting, like, I think it was between her and Tatum that one week. Yeah. They wanted to give Tatum the opportunity and they weren't sure if Tatum was going to be able to cut it. And so they needed somebody else as a safeguard. And they knew that Leah was consistent. So they put, for the trio. Mm -hmm. So they put both of them up to the test and Leah ended up getting to do it. But that was a compliment to Leah. The fact that they're like, I think they knew that they could just swing her in and it was going to be fine. But they're not looking at it that way. It's it's just all yeah, about this, nobody likes Leah. This was really hard for me to watch. Um, I, I really a thought... A little too close to home. Yeah, I really thought that Angie spiraled. It was hard to watch poor Leah deal with it and then the other moms trying to kind of rally her and even when like uh there's a moment where they're sitting on the couch and uh Kinley's mom this is a little bit later but Kinley's mom reaches over and is like are, are you okay and she's, she's like, like don't don't like don't even like your daughter got something again and my daughter didn't like I don't want to talk and it's just like 
Yeah. It's just diminishing everybody else's accomplishments. And they keep trying to tell her everyone on this team is talented. If she would step back and see like all of these kids are on a journey. It's really no different than just her daughter. And I really don't think she feels like that. She just got into this negative. No, as soon as you start seeing it through a negative lens, it's so hard to flip it. And that's why you have to be self-disciplined enough not to end up looking at it that way. Like you have to keep in a real great headspace to be a part of this industry. Because now I just feel like we'll see what happens, but I just feel like it's just going to be this constant thing where she's just constantly going to see things in that negative light. And it's just going to make everything miserable. And Leah's not that way. I feel like Leah has such a positive outlook. Mm -hmm. So it's sad. Yeah. It was kind of ironic that Angie was talking all that crap because then in the next, like when they go to the next clip, Jess is saying, okay, Kaya, Leah, and Kinley are definitely singing this week. And we're like, dude, your child just got a spot to shine. And you were just saying how she's on the bottom. Yeah. And that's that's why I'm like, if I was Dallas's mom or if I was Tatum's mom or some of these girls who have really been coming up from behind, I'd be like, what are you complaining about? Like, yeah. literally, you always get like so many opportunities. Um, So... Yeah, so she announced, and she also, and Jess also announces there absolutely will be an elimination this week. So yes. everybody, she said seven is she not, seven her, lucky is not her lucky number. She doesn't know what it is, but it's not seven. And that in three weeks from that day, three weeks they would be opening for JoJo. Like Guys, that is so much pressure. We want to go on. We want to go see them on tour. Yes, we're gonna we, do it. Yeah, we are going to, yeah, and if anybody has any inside info, email us at thecwascoop at gmail.com. Like, we'll go wherever. Let us know. Um, So they kind of all start setting up for uh, this this new number, and they start singing, and... Yeah, I mean, she doesn't even, like... She just cast them, right? Like, she she had this vision. She's giving them a chance. She gave them microphones, and then they start to sing, and I think she's like... Oh crap! Now I think I I I love this. I thought this was so interesting because um, it just goes to show that there are like everyone is talented on the team. Like they got this shot, but then they go outside for a second. And Tiny Luke's T trying to work with all the other kids. Tiny T's like ripping the notes, like totally nailing it. Brooklyn's out there like running it up and down. Um, everybody was out there just like nailing and inside they were a little more nervous. Leah's voice was coming out like super quiet and shaky. And it was Kinley not in a words. good place for oh, Leah's yeah, voice. Yes. It was not in a good place for her voice. Kinley is missing the lyrics, so kind of stumbling over the lyrics a little bit and uh, just struggling. And and this is when the moms like are really starting to get, they're like, <laughs> Kinley's mom's like, Kinley, like pull it together. And I feel like Tracy's like, I feel like Tracy's, like, telling her, like, pop all those words, too, and, like, get them out so then you know what the words are. Okay, so talk to me about diction. This keeps coming up. What What is the diction thing? Is that just so every time you need to make sure that you're enunciating every single word? Like, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, I mean, literally, diction is about spitting out the words. A lot of kids speak and sing like kind of in the back of their throat mm-hmm. and all of the words kind of like mush together and so you can't understand what they're saying um and it also starts to affect pitch so diction is like a big thing um so i mean i think that was a good note how do you feel ronnie 
when your mom gives you notes? Um, uh, I feel like when my mom gives me um, notes, um, I kind of practice them when my mom tells me. And then I tell her, oh, I started to nail this note. And she'll say, okay, um, then we'll practice it. And like if I had a teacher, I would like say, um, if they like told me to give me this advice, I would tell them I nailed it. All right. <laughs> so do you ever tell your mom like, mom? You're going to have to back off a little bit. I got this. Um, well, I kind of <laughs> practice on my own sometimes. And I practiced this one lyrics, and I got it. And she told me to do this one little part, and I did it. And oh, it was super easy. Amazing. Yeah, there was one little part that she was having. I, I try. I know I get involved too much. <laughs> You guys, I, I'm like a little mix of all of these moms, um, but uh, it's hard because I don't know what I'm talking about. So I try to always get my private lessons and have Ronnie learn from the experts. But when sometimes when your child's struggling with like remembering a line or something, like I'll run that with her over and over. But I, try I do that all not. the time. You know, And you know what was amazing about Ronnie the other day? This is like a little off topic thing but chad was reading music guitar music and ronnie went in there and was able to tell him like what where the harmonies were like all these things that i had no idea that like she was literally reading music nice so that's super exciting it's like so cool to see your kid do things like developing music yeah that i haven't i haven't i'm always asking you guys like what's a harmony like i have no (laughs) idea well i give notes to Haley often um as a mom not as a director Because, you know, she performs in my troupe, but then she also performs for a performing arts school. So oftentimes she'll do her songs or her monologues or whatever for me. And I I try to limit myself to like two or three notes um, so that I don't go all director on her when she just needs a mom. Mm -hmm. But it is hard. It's hard to like sort of know what people are looking for and see that your kid is so close and want to give them those notes, but not being completely overpowering and taking away from like their own creativity. I feel like the other thing that's really showing in this, like um, Ronnie and I really haven't experienced having to deal with like being upset about anything because she hasn't booked anything yet. So we've only gotten no's um, in your thing. We've gotten, you know, like it's been awesome, but uh, she's never been like up for a part and like devastated. You know, like it's we haven't experienced that yet. But I well, I mean, you have like you've gotten callbacks and things like that. And then and you then, don't hear back. But it's all how you spin it. Right. Like you can make a huge big deal out of it. Like, oh, my gosh, Ronnie you didn't get the part that's terrible. That movie that you auditioned for, that commercial, you didn't get it. Oh, so sad. Or you can be like, isn't that so cool that you got to audition for that TV show? I can't wait for it to come out. And like, I can't wait for us to see who they actually cast. Like, it's going to be so fun to see like Ivy and Bean. Like when that movie comes out, like that'll be so fun. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I've always done it with my kids is like, well, let's see who they did cast. Like, that's going to be cool to see what they were looking for because it obviously wasn't us and that's okay. Yeah. So let's see what they were looking for. Like speaking on this show, like I really, really loved the way that, is it Lele? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. I loved the way her mom handled it. Like yeah. she she was my favorite exit so far because she just like swooped her daughter right in her arm and was like, you know what? We are going to support there. We're going to, we're going to be at she every show. Every like concert. I loved that's that. So cool. Like that's so cool. Yeah. Like, and both how- of you girls were considered for 
for even this show for yeah. like the Jojo Siwa show. Heck yes, we were. Um, and so, and we're supporting them. Yeah, yeah. well, we we love it just because we've been a part of the process since the very beginning, and it's cool. Okay. Okay. So let's keep going. So Kinley and Leah, they want them to sing together to see like so Kinley can help. So Kinley can help Leah. Oh with my pitch, gosh. And Leah can help Kinley with words. Blah blah blah. I don't so, know if they wanted them to do that or if Leah just kind of was. As as a fourteen year old, she kind of just stepped in to try to help. It was like nervous energy because Kinley was getting the words wrong. Her mom was starting to freak out, and I felt like as a friend, she stepped in, and then she kind of got yelled at. And then so she was like, "Oh, Kinley, you 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 brought in too much of a country accent, like Like, Leah. Don't sing like like Leah." I personally sometimes do that on accident when I'm singing with people. I bring their tone a little you bit. imitate i imitate like what their voice is but not like on purpose like totally on accident so i totally get where they're coming from but you want to have your own voice because they wanted kinley's voice they picked her to do this so yeah that was an awkward moment though when she was like, she's like don't sing never, like leah yeah, you guys like, can you never guys can practice never again. again yeah and but in that moment, I, I think that, again, not knowing anything, you guys know more than I do. But like I, I liked that Jojo, it was uncomfortable, but I liked that Jojo said that Leah was more country and Kinley was I, I liken Kinley to more like a Jojo sound, you know, mm-hmm. like and um and so I, I, I didn't even think of that they had different voice sounds. So that was interesting to me, but super awkward. Yeah. Um. So then we go back they're talking about um tiny t and how much she impressed luke and yeah they step out after their kind of like bad little rehearsal and they're like okay we're gonna give them some time to practice on their own and so then jess and jojo step out and luke's just like these kids out here are killing it and jojo's kind of like lurking in the back and she's listening too and then after we hear how the ones that she picked are sounding versus it was like, yeah, you could see like they knew that maybe they had made a mistake. And that is such a sucky feeling as a, as a director, like or a casting, as casting crew, like, Oh, it sucks too. But I also, I also feel like it was super interesting because you should never get comfortable. You should never, never, you should never like go outside and just like be kicking rocks because you didn't get the part. Like keep practicing it. You never know who's listening or what's going on. And like they stayed hungry out there and like they're them wanting to be at like they had more drive than the ones on the inside. Or in our group, we have like swings often and we had like our biggest winning number last year was revolting children. And our swing on like the big opener got to perform it more than the kid who was originally cast. Not because there was anything wrong with the kid originally cast, but because the swing was there more like they just happened to be able to go to more competitions. And so they got way more opportunities to perform it, but that girl wasn't originally cast. Right. She would just, I knew she could do it. I knew she was there and the opportunity was right in front of her and but she I, took it. But I also feel like that's um, a thing how you mentioned um, in the other episode, like if you this is kind of hard with this competition, but if you are able to talk to your director and say, Hey, I really, I'm going to work hard to do this solo, even though I don't have it, like keep thinking of me. Like if you were, if you had a talk with someone like that, it would totally help. Yeah. If you kept a good attitude and you shared that goal with them, 
I think that's appropriate. If you come in there with a bad attitude and you're expecting them to change their casting decision, then you that would be well, disrespectful. And try to e- change yeah. their casting mind. Oh, uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hate that. I would be uncomfortable with that, but I didn't hate it. Okay, just skip let's me a let's just jump bit. there. Jump there. Um, Brooklyn could not like she was dizzy. She was about to like. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Let's let's wait, talk about have, Brooklyn. We have to. We're skipping a huge chunk. Okay. Though. Okay. Okay. So they go out there. Um, and then Tatum has her whole little interview with the camera where she's like, sometimes I wish my mom wasn't a professional. Because my mom asked me if I relate to that. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, do you? I mean, sometimes, because sometimes I'll just, like, ask her if something sounds good, and then she'll go on to tell me all these notes and tell me, like, different things I have to do when I just ask her, like, a simple question. And I'm like... Or sometimes, like, when I need her to be there for me, like to do my hair or something and she's like i can't like that I have to be there would the be really hard stuff, yeah, so yeah 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 that's hard for me too though but you know like we do a lot of hair changes <laughs> and sometimes and she's not there backstage she has to be there for like the minis or something yeah yeah we're trying to work that out though it got a little bit better I need stage mom to go on tour with me holly yeah you can come mm-hmm. with me yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So they they see all the girls outside, and Jess and JoJo kind of talk about it, and then they go back inside with everyone, and they're like, you know what? We want to hear everybody on this tomorrow. Oh. And you can just see like Angie immediately. She knows. She knows. She knows that she Leah's knows. on the chopping block. She knows. And you know, she knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and then that's when. Angie just spirals and she just goes like she never gets anything. She has to jump through fire and spin her head and then maybe she can try and she's crying. And um, I I loved how they're interviewing Leah and she's like, I think my mom has some doubt in me, but she just needs to believe in me. I've got this. That made me really sad. Yeah. And that, and it really shows, I feel like um, Leah's age and how mature she is and that she honestly could be a leader for this group because she just has so much wisdom at her age. I feel like it was like, yes, Leah, like, yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. There's potential there for sure. So then they go, they all go in there and they audition and oh this was rough leah really struggles i think her mom got in her head i think she got in her own head i think it's in a weird place in her voice and she tried to push and so she was very shaky and she couldn't match the volume of the other girls and i think that kind of like freaked her out a little bit i mean is that song hard to sing or what is it uh, it's it's a little weird it's just in a a weird place it's in a weird place for an older voice okay so like might be a little bit harder for Haley to sing, like in her chest voice, but it would probably be okay for Ronnie. You know what I mean? Like it's just for a more mature voice, it's it's very strange placement. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked when Jess said that putting Kaya in the group was the best decision she made after she heard her sing it. Yeah. And then Tiny wrapped it. She killed it. Tatum forgot the words, which they were a little bit off. By. Okay. Okay. So she didn't forget the words. That's what they- well, they they said like, that well, she, she mixed up that. the lyrics. She changed the lyrics. Yeah, and if she, they were concerned that if she ever did that on stage, that it would mess up cues and things like they that. Didn't Has that ever happened in one of your things where someone yes. like fully just like says oh the wrong God, thing? Everyone's so like uh, all the time. Um, but we, it happens so much in the classroom that you practice. The it. kids are kind of used to. They just keep going. But we've had people like get off on rhythm or timing, and luckily, like the kid after them just kind of picks it up. 
Okay. So, I mean, that's what we trained them for in our classroom. They didn't mention this, but Dallas was a little bit sharp. We were just watching it to take notes, like, a few hours ago. And I heard her sing, and I was like, wait a second. That's not what the people before her just sang. Like, that's not right. Yeah. She was a little bit sharp. That and then Brooklyn, Brooklyn rocked it. Like, she came in there with all the confidence and just, man, you know, like, she's probably the strongest singer they have. And she really showed it. Like, she she rocked it. And there's something that I like so much about Brooklyn and her mom in that, like, I feel like they don't know, like, the true talent that she has and is. And there's something so charming about that. Like, watching her mom watch her and, like, just... I think they do know. You do? Well, yeah. Her mom was, like, a major performer. Oh, that's right. But I think her... I think her mom is very much aware of what this industry takes and she's very much aware of the rejection in the industry and I I just think she came in there very prepared for what they were going to have to go through. I like the way she's handling it though because she's super realistic. Yeah and but like she's not threatening to anybody and she seems to like she's only dealing with her daughter and she's not really she's not but she does confront Angie later which I appreciated too. That's I don't think I could do that. Um, if I was on this show, I would have had a really hard time with that. <laughs> yeah. So they picked Kaya, Kinley, Brooklyn, and then they decided that they were going to switch from three soloists to four soloists. So then the tension built. Everyone's like, who's it going to be? Who's yeah. it going to be? And I think like Angie was thinking like, oh, here we go. It's going to be Leah. And it ended up being tiny. Yeah. And so not only did Leah lose her spot as one of the three soloists, but they added a fourth soloist and she didn't get that spot either. Um, so this is when Angie just like goes ballistic and she goes, I love you. And it doesn't matter if anybody else does. Why? uh, No, even if nobody else does. Yeah. Like, why are you going to say that to your kid? Like, why do you need them to think that the people that they're working with don't care about them? Like, why as a mother? Your mom was like, oh, I don't care if Miss Vanessa loves you because I love you like that. That's horrible. Like that's fostering a horrible thing between. And then you're going to expect your kid to be able to put themselves out there in front of these people. And to respect them and take their feedback. Okay, go ahead, Ronnie. Um, I would feel like my mom would raise me as a bad child. Yeah, oh, <laughs> if, if, yeah, yeah, that that wouldn't be good. But see, that's the great thing about Leah is even though those horrible things were said to her and her mom handled it that way, she still handled herself really well and just stayed positive and was like, my mom needs to trust She's me. She's very mature. And, um, you know, that's hard. Yeah, so then they go home that night um, Brooklyn's on vocal rest because her mom just really wants her voice to be in top shape. Um, okay, is that a real thing? Yeah. yeah. I go on vocal rest all the time. I put Haley on vocal rest so often. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, and I'm guilty of this, um, a lot of us speak, we have vocal fry. So, like, in this podcast, I have a lot of vocal fry. Like, because... You know, we generally record these podcasts sort of late at night oh, and I'm Google like sort of, like, uh, yeah, I'm lazy and I'm not speaking properly. And so I'm kind of like on my cords. Well, when kids do that and then they have to compete the next day, so you, you, hear you could just hear the vocal fry. Yeah. So technically I'm supposed yep. to be talking with my phone voice. So everybody has a Disney phone voice, voice. Her princess voice. And the phone voice is where... That's actually where your voice is meant to speak is yeah, in, the, in the voice that you speak. Higher. It's a high pitch voice that you speak on the phone. 
my voice gets so fake on the phone. Well, this is my phone voice, and I just don't love the way it Me sounds. Neither. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly. I'd like to make an appointment. Like, a, Hi, a, excuse me. I'd like to order a pizza, please. Yes, oh, extra get, pepperoni. So it's for pickup. <laughs> can I order? Can I order a uh, small? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but oftentimes, especially during flu season or when you're staying in hotels and it's really dry, or we're traveling a lot, or we've been on a plane, I do put Haley on vocal rest, and it's not like a punishment thing or, or anything, but I'll just remind her, like, you really want to not use your voice. Um, but she sings, like, some pretty challenging songs, when, too, when we that to require our, a lot of voice. Mm-hmm. When we went to our first competition, we stayed in this big old house, and I I don't remember how I... I just woke up and had, like, no voice. I think we went, Several like, of them did. Really Ooh. hard. Our very first competition it ever. It was me and Vinny, and he had a... But he was the main soloist and then I had like the second biggest solo and it was super high and you can literally hear it in the video if you go back and watch it I'm literally like Ugh. you're like day turns to day turns to day it's and bad everyone, I was like on the verge of tears it was oh uh, yeah they both were and so we were all doing the manuka honey oh yeah that's it okay you should order that yeah we were taking spoonfuls of it and they were drinking just hot water and manuka honey and lemon and all right yeah. Anyway, okay. So, yeah, li- Angie's just all okay. Yeah, so all into all, it. They're all um, at the hotel trying to like pep talk the girls. Yeah, right? they're well, like, let's just go. Let's just go and do this. Leah starts crying because she said she's in an interview with someone, and she says uh, that her mom wants to go home, and she said she has other places to be and other things to do, but she's crying, and she's like, it's my dream, and I'm not going to let her, like, take this away from me. I'm not giving she's up. She's like, we're not giving up, and I love that. And I love that, so too. Positive. I really I like it. her. And it made me sad for Angie, too, that she's obviously, like, doing some kind of, like, protection thing for herself because she feels like she's going to be rejected, and she's acting out like this to try to, you know, make it happen before it happens to her. It's, it's sad. So I hope she, yeah. Yeah. And then they go back to the studio and it's like the big day of rehearsal and they're rehearsing and they're rehearsing and everybody's really rocking it. Like I'm watching this rehearsal and I'm like, those kids are killing it. Like all of them, even like Leah, like aside from all of the disappointments and everything that happened the day before, I felt like these girls were killing it. And then all of a sudden, everything shifts because Brooklyn looks over at her mom and she's like, I'm dizzy. And her mom's like, what? And she's like, I'm dizzy. And so they and she's standing on this big bar stool. So they take her off and they walk her over to the side and she like lays down. She kind of like collapses a little bit. Yeah, it really scared. Like when she collapsed in her mom's, I'm like, get her to the couch. Like yeah. they're like, it's like, okay, like this is serious. Her mom was like, okay, you're okay. You're okay. It's you're like, okay. Let her sit down, please. Um, and Jess was like super, super nice and was like, you know, you need to sit out for a while. And she's like, I just want to get back in there and practice. Um, and so it, it ended up being that she was okay. She was just dehydrated. But in the meantime, all of this is happening. And granted, this could be some creative editing. But in the midst of all the chaos, you see Angie kind of walk over to Leah and be like, are you ready? And Leah walks in with her ukulele. And they even kind of talk about it. They're like, yeah. They're, and they're like, we have to take this opportunity. Yes. And 
while I agree with that, like, go ahead and, like, again, I like, still... There could have been some better timing happening. I don't I don't like that. Like, I, I don't like to... I, I don't... I probably wouldn't be able to push Ronnie to take a risk like that because I would be way too worried of what the director would think of me. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, intrude in on the time or anything like that. Or especially in front of the other parents. Like, no way. That would put such a big target on my back. Well, Jess handled it really well. At first, she was kind of, like, snappy about it. She was like, fine. If you think it'll help, I'll listen. And it's like, Leah sits down. She does a beautiful job. She did an amazing job. And... Jess says, like, I'm proud of her that she was brave enough to do that. And then just to the camera, she's like, but it's not going to change my mind. And I think the issue with it was them trying to jump on this opportunity. Yeah. Um, and jump into these circumstances. Like, I just felt like it was a little insensitive to everything that was happening. Yeah. If it would have done it. But different- Leah was great. Yes. And I feel like Jess was so kind about it. Like. She was like, that was really great. She's always so nice to the kid. They like, really she does, are. She doesn't, like, she never makes them feel stupid. Like, Abby would constantly be like, that's ridiculous. Like, change your voice. Remember how, how she would pick on JoJo's voice? Yeah. On, um, what was that other girl's name? Remember um, when she would scream, like, take your kid to speech. Yes. Like, way to make the, fun what, of, The girl like, who was kids. good at the turns, Sophia Lucia. Like, she's like, Stop talking like that. Like, you're never going to be successful with that. She's like, can you do those moves one more time? <laughs> She's like, what is that voice? Minnie Mouse already has a job. Oh, my gosh. She would tell Mackenzie. She would critic how Mackenzie sing. And now Mackenzie's like a pop star. So, like. Wow. Yeah. She's like, I got you there. Yeah. <laughs> it's thanks to me. me. <laughs> but, yeah. So I, there's such a difference in how they they handle the kids. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate how positive they are. Um, so, yeah, then they go to these, to the, so they're, now they're at the competition, right? So they find out Brooklyn's dehydrated. Everything's going to be fine. They're going to give her some water, some Gatorade, get her all ready for the next day. They go to the competition the next day, and they're in mic check, and it's just, like, awful. Like, mic check is not good. Nothing's sounding great, and... You know, JoJo's like, oh my gosh. Well, and here's the deal. Like, in case anyone listening to this doesn't know how a mic check would work, you have like literally a couple minutes. They're holding yeah. everything back for you to do a mic check. So you need energy to be as full on, if not more than the performance. So you can see what's going on. You can hear how it sounds, see what's going And for them to come in and like be all over the place, like JoJo and Jess and the moms are just like, uh-oh, like this is not good. Yeah. So um, basically, they they just feel like Kaya's not singing the way she normally sings, and Brooklyn's probably still stuck in her head from the day before. Um, Kinley's doing fine, and so they end up really relying on Tiny. And I feel like they were like throwing her in there, and they're like, "We need you to jump on this chorus, mm-hmm. and we need you to change this around." I was so happy for her in this. She moment. handled it beautifully. She was like, she "All was- right." I'm going to do this. Helping. She's like, do you want me to stand on the box and I can interact with like Brooklyn she was waiting for this mo like that. She's been waiting for this. And I was so happy that she was like able to step up like this. Yeah. They just needed some more volume on some of those parts. And she was like ready to jump in. And Jojo tells uh, she like shouts out to the she's like, Diane, whatever you're doing, continue doing. It. I saw that, too. I, yeah. Whatever, like you, whatever you've been telling your kid, keep telling her. That's got to feel good. You know? As yeah. A parent, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, 
they do the number. I thought the number went really well. I, I mean, thought four was better, but yeah. It I was good. It was, it was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah. And then they, they end up getting third place. Um, and then they go backstage and they're having their little powwow. Wait, just really quick. One, one moment. Like, so they, they get third place and all the moms stand up and with Jojo and Jess and Angie turns around. She's like, wasn't that like the best you've ever seen? And her and Jojo are like, like, no. Jojo's like, 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 absolutely no. not. Absolutely. No. And so I like, get all the moms are like, oh, shoot. Like, again, like this takes the... Yeah. energy down but i didn't feel like jojo was like upset about it she was just like that wasn't their best like she's just matter of fact she is yeah but i i personally wouldn't want to get on her bad side no i'm like a little scared of her no yes. no jojo oh yeah oh no well we see in a few minutes why you don't want to get on her bad side yeah. but oh, yeah so they get out there and they're telling them how great they did and then kenley's just like yeah I don't know what was happening, but the energy was just really off on She's stage. So oh, yeah, that was funny. And Jess is like, well, Kinley and Tiny, you guys are the ones who held that number together. So like, you you're safe. safe. Yeah. Which I thought was so cool. And then, um, yeah, you see like a little bit of the conversation before they went into that room between Jojo and her mom. And she's like, Mom, why the hell are you going to keep some random lady from Texas who treats you like crap? And you don't get to see like the whole conversation. Um, and then Jess's concern is that she just is worried that um, Tatum isn't consistent. And she's like, I just don't know if she's really wants this. Like she just doesn't seem hungry um yeah. and so that's sad because i really liked tatum a lot i, I like tatum a lot i think too. she's great she she says that she can train the mom to cut it out but she can't train a kid to want it more and she says that leah has like a decent voice and she's good at dancing and she wants it so she's like i'll just keep her well yeah and we forgot like so before they're going on stage um jess is helping Leah with her hair and Leah literally apologizes for her mom and she goes Again. I know I know my mom has been a lot this week but I just wanted to tell you that's not a reflection of me that's not how I feel and I'm grateful for every single opportunity you give me amazing and she, I really want to be here and she goes you know what your mom could learn a lot from you and I thought that was so cool and that's kind of like that's kind of how it is like I I often have students who are fantastic and their moms who are a little bit of a piece of work but the kids always handle it so well like kids are so capable of like when they really stop and take a step back of really seeing like how everything works and understanding yeah so that was really cool um but jojo then she just kind of like goes off and she's like several times and i was surprised they kept this in but i guess that's what happens on peacock Several times she says, like, I'm not okay with somebody treating my mom with a bit like a bitch. Yeah. Like she treated my mom like a bitch. Like she just keeps saying that over and over again. So I started to really think about it. And I'm guessing that not only have Jojo and Jess been super kind in this, but I feel like the producers and the editors have. Because if she's saying that, like if Jojo's saying that, something happened. There's stuff that we haven't seen. Yeah. And I think that Angie has potentially sort of like flipped out on Jess and we didn't get to see it. Like they must have cut it out. I, 
Because why else would I JoJo agree. feel that strongly? Because and I didn't she see said it several times. I didn't see anything that warranted her being called mm-hmm. that word. Mm-mm. Like I've and I've never heard JoJo even use that word. So she says, no. she says I don't get mad at moms easily, and I don't cuss. Like she's like I don't get this mad easily, but she treated her really bad. But that's why it didn't make sense to me because I didn't see I I the, us the viewers didn't see that. I think they they didn't show us that part. Yeah. And I think there's things that happened off camera. I can't wait to see what happens because like, uh, I felt like at the end after, after Jojo kind of lays down the law with this and kind of says, um, you know, it's called forgive and forget, but I don't forget like, uh, chills. Like I, I wouldn't want I know, Jojo mad at me scary. like that. And you could see Angie was like, Angie knew she was in trouble and Angie kept like nodding her head. So weird. It was yeah. so weird. Leah was crying. Tatum was crying because they didn't know which one was going to get cut. And they let poor little Tatum go. And everyone's face was sh- Everyone was shocked. Everyone. I forget who said it, but someone was like, they just let the bad guy. Dallas's win. mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how I would feel. I, I think like in the room, I would maybe agree of letting Tatum go, but I would definitely be shocked. Like they said, like it's kind of like rewarding Angie. And then they even kept in like the edit where like after she's like, (laughs) what the heck was that? That was was so weird. It was like a wicked witch cackle. And I was like, why did they keep that in? Well, yeah, it was scary. I'm yeah. Yeah. Tension. The only thing is I get it. Like I get that they're invested in the kid and it's really hard to punish a kid on this level by sending her home, like literally take this huge opportunity away from her just because her mom is not behaving. I would feel like that. Like if I was Leah, um, she probably like, but I would be like so honored that like they were willing to take my crazy mom on for me, you know, like that they think that highly of me to keep my mom. Like Mm -hmm. that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So I'm excited for next week because they have six people left. I'm interested to see if they end up keeping that because she said potentially. There, she was like, I mean, we could keep. What six. do you guys think the magic number is going to be? I think six it's or five. I think it's going to be five. I think it's going to be five. Okay, Holly has. A I hope bit it's of a six because I. Dallas. She wants to <gasps> kick her off. Oh no! No, that's not true. Dallas, I really like you. I just. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um I just if I were if I had to eliminate someone in this right now with what I know it would be Dallas. But who knows though because every single week it changes. It seems like the underdog like really brings it. Yeah. So who are you guys rooting for? Let us know. Like we want to know what your guys' thoughts are too. What do you think the magic number is? I'm really yeah, rooting for Tiny. Week, I like Tiny a lot. Yeah. I like they Tiny. They said next week they're going to do a musical. So I'm interested like what yes. musical do you think they're going to do? I'm also. Like, that's cool. I also am ready for them to reveal the group XOMG and then to see how they develop each character of the group i guess like we know that kaya has pink hair are they going to do change somebody's hair or like what what's the, are they going to talk about the looks and well I, and okay so we have two more episodes left i don't know if there's yeah there's eight right yeah i, I don't know oh i just gosh. guessed that and i want you guys to comment down below which one if like we're done with all if we're done with all these and the comments down below, I want you t- to tell us which is your favorite episode. Yeah, tell us oh. your favorite episode. 
So far, my favorite episode has been episode five. Me too. Yeah. Five is my favorite. Also, um, you can leave us voicemails. We can play them and we'll talk about them and we'll answer any questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have director Vanessa Nolter who is up for any questions. Absolutely. And we are on um, Apple iTunes now. If you guys could take a second and give us a five-star review, that would help us so, so much to get noticed by Jess and JoJo. Yeah. And we're working on some really cool content for you guys. Yeah, Palau has already noticed us. We're working our way there. Yeah, and um, Tatum re um, storied us, and it's it's they're so interactive with the fans, uh-huh. which is so fun. Yeah, well, they're all great. I love them all, and I'm excited to see what happens next week on their journey. Um, I hope they all hang in there and keep a good attitude and just stay in their own lane and keep working their butts off because they all deserve this opportunity. You know what I mean? Like every single one of them deserves to be in that group. So we'll see what happens. Well, thank you for watching. For listening. For listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, you guys. We'll be back with a new episode this week. And thanks, Haley and Ronnie, for joining yes. us. Yes. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.